0: theater. Today we're taking a look at Lee Cronin's Evil Dead Rise. This is a first-time watch for me and will also be the first time I'm saying spoiler alert since this is a fairly recent movie. This is the fifth entry into the Evil Dead franchise. There's also the TV show Ash vs the Evil Dead. I haven't finished that yet but from what I've seen it's pretty groovy. As far as the movies go the continuity has always been a little wild. Considering the second Evil Dead movie is essentially a remake of the first Evil Dead movie. Unless you take it as a confusing continuation where Ash doesn't remember the previous events of the OG Cabin in the Woods story. However you like it is fine, but I prefer to assume that they're all their own story that take place in the Evil Dead universe. That includes the 2013 Evil Dead, and actually makes me appreciate that movie a lot more than I thought I originally would have. I'm a huge fan of the Evil Dead movies, and especially the character Ash. It's hard to find a more iconic hero in a horror franchise. With all that being said, I'm very excited to see where Evil Dead Rise takes us. Let's fire it up. It's starting out with the classic POV of the evil in the woods. Lots of growling and shit. Now we're over a lake and heading towards a girl on a dock. Turns out it was just a, j- a drone flying around. There's a guy and a girl and they're arguing about checking on their friend that they left in the cabin. She hasn't been feeling well. The young lady decides to check on her and it looks like she's still resting up. The sick lady's name is Jessica and she is reading her friend's book from the other side of the room. kind of reminds me of the scene from the original where they're guessing the cards. Anyway, Jessica starts puking. Her friend tries to help but it seems to be too late. Jessica pops up and tears her friend's scalp off. The two women head outside. Jessica is a demon. She grabs the drone and cuts her face up with it. The dude falls into the water and his head is thrown from the water onto the dock. Jessica floats above the water and we get our title card. We are now seeing what happened one day earlier. A dark haired lady named Beth is taking a pregnancy test at the most average hole in the wall venue. We don't see the result, but I have a feeling. Beth is with child. Beth is heading into a really tall apartment building. Inside, we see a mom adjusting her tattoo gun while one of her daughters questions her about a shirt to wear to a protest. God damn it. We see her son showing off his DJ skills and what I'm guessing is the youngest girl cutting off a doll's head with scissors. The three siblings are wrestling around when the mom answers the doorbell and it's Beth. Beth and the mom are sisters. The mom's name is Elle. The youngest daughter has created a spear with a cut-off doll head on the end of it named Stephanie. We find out Beth has been a guitar tech and living on tour. The oldest son is Danny. He takes the kids to go get pizza while Elle explains that her husband left the family. She tried getting a hold of Beth for help, but Beth never answered. They also talk about how the apartment building is about to be demolished. Bridget is the middle child and Cass is the youngest, just so we're clear. When the kids arrive back to the apartment, there is an earthquake. The pizza place is called Henrietta's Pizza. Nice callback to Evil Dead too. Then he finds a hole in the ground that the earthquake opened up and decides to jump in and see what's down there. That's always safe right after an earthquake. Jump into an unknown pit that could potentially collapse at any moment. Fucking Kids. Danny's rooting around for some shit and finds a bank vault with some spooky pics of priests and a vinyl. He decides to bring the album back home with him. We get our first jump scare, and it's done by Jesus. A giant crucifix nearly hits Danny. He keeps messing around and finds a book. You can probably guess where this is going. Always leave weird fucking books alone. This family is really cute, so I imagine it's going to be extra heartbreaking when they fuck around and find out. Danny gets the book open and there's all sorts of fucked up shit in it. Bridget is getting all sorts of bad vibes, but Danny seems entranced by it and won't stop looking through it. Danny decides to throw on the vinyl he found in the bank vault. Of course it starts playing some evil demonic sounding shit. It's Latin at first, then a priest starts giving a speech about finding the book of the dead. Apparently this is a double album. He puts on the next record and it's the same priest going into greater detail about what is in the book. The record gets all distorted and it sounds creepy as fuck. We get the demon POV heading towards the building. Ellie is on the elevator and the demon wind hits her full speed. She flies back and is slammed onto the floor. She wakes up and is stuck in the elevator. The demons are really messing with her, pushing her and pulling her earrings out. Yikes. She's grabbed by the elevator wires and it seems like she's about to be hung. More wires grab a hold of her arms and legs. They're cutting into her, and they're breaking her arms. The power goes out, and Beth is trying to comfort the kids. They're trying all the breakers, but nothing is working. All of a sudden, the door pops open. Mom is home. Ellie is looking a little strange and seems to be hungry. She kicks on the stovetop and starts cracking a shitload of eggs. She's getting some shells in them bitches, too. Ellie is rambling about wanting to cut everyone up and crawl inside them. I'd be freaking the fuck out if I were them. She drops to the floor and crawls after them. Puke shoots out of her like a big-ass milk fountain, and hopefully she's feeling better. Ellie seems to know that she's done for. She asks Beth to protect the kids before she collapses. This whole situation is completely fucked, and on top of that, the elevator's fucked and the stairs are gone. It seems that Ellie is dead. Their neighbors are helping cover the family and trying to call for help. Apparently there is no service. One of the neighbors decides to say a prayer above her body. The same neighbors are trying to figure out a way to get out of the building and call for help. Ellie's kids are talking about what's going on and it's really sad to see these kids going through it. Beth sits down by Ellie's body to say a few last words. While going through her emotions, Beth's phone starts playing Ellie's voice saying that she's burning. When she looks back, Ellie's eyes are open and she sits up. They get Ellie into the bathtub and she starts freaking the fuck out. Splashing around, making a damn mess. Then she spiderman's mans her ass up to the ceiling and lets out a crazy shriek. This is some demon voodoo bull right here. Ellie falls into the tub and peeks over the side. She's gone, full demon, and crawls after Beth and Danny. Ellie is wielding a piece of broken glass and stumbling towards Beth. She stabs right through Beth's hands and Bridget yells for her to stop. Ellie attacks Bridget with a tattoo gun and starts getting real close to the eye. She knows that face tats are in right now so she hooks her up. Before too much damage is done, Danny gets a chair shot in. The neighbor interrupts and Ellie starts biting the fuck out of his eye. She swits the eye out into a younger dude's mouth and he starts choking on it. They end up in the hall, and Beth rushes to lock the door just in time. They start to barricade the door as Ellie is busting her grill by banging it on the door. Beth approaches the peephole and sees Ellie chasing after the other young boy. She kills all of them. One of the neighbors shoots Ellie with a shotgun, but is quickly killed as well. The neighbors might be a little confusing to keep track of, but I think they're all dead now. They were obviously sent in as demon fodder anyway. This people scene has a fisheye lens appearance and is a pretty neat way to show what's going on in the hallway. Ellie approaches the people after killing off the last neighbor. Bridget and Danny start fighting about how Danny shouldn't have stolen the book. Danny shows Beth the Book of the Dead. Bridget is acting a little funny and leaves Cassie alone in the living room. Cassie is being drawn towards the door by Ellie. She's singing in her normal voice. The wound on Bridget's face starts to spread. Her nose and eyes are leaking some black shit. Cassie peeks out and sees her mom, all messed up and bloody. Ellie is trying to comfort Cassie. Meanwhile, Bridget's puking up a bunch of black maggots and shit. Cassie is somehow convinced to open the door, even though her mom is way too fucked up to look like an actual human. She pops the deadbolt, and demon Ellie busts her arm in and grabs Cassie. Beth and Danny run in and stop her. I'm not really sure how the locked door is really keeping a demon from getting in, but maybe it's just a mess with them. I don't know. Beth checks up on Bridget and finds her doing a crab walk on the kitchen counter. When Bridget turns around, she's eating glass. Her face looks like shit. Demon Bridget comes after her and Beth boots her away. For this, Demon Bridget cheese grates her leg. Beth hits her with the frying pan and then Danny runs in. Bridget chases after Danny. Bridget goes after Cassie but gets her head impaled by Stephanie. Bridget falls down dead. Wowzers. No amount of therapy will fix this shit. Beth wants Danny to play the vinyl for her. She puts together a makeshift generator and they fire it up. She hears more audio from the priest. It sounds like he didn't have very much success with the Book of the Dead either. Ellie does her best Bruce Willis and makes her way through the ductwork. Bridget pops back up and comes towards Cassie, but Danny intercepts with a kitchen knife. This doesn't do much and she pins him against the kitchen counter. Beth still has the headphones on and it looks like Ellie is coming into her room. Bridget pukes a bunch of blood on Danny right before he catches her ass on fire. She got the Axe body spray and a lighter treatment. Beth is learning that there isn't much hope for fighting the evil entities. Beth gives Ellie a screwdriver to the neck, but it doesn't do shit. She gets slapped back into the living room to find Danny dying on the floor. Ellie is practicing some wrestling holes and starts sniffing her soul. Cassie slides some scissors to Beth, and she shoves them up her nose. This seems to put a hold on Ellie for the time being. Beth and Cassie slip out of the apartment and see all the carnage in the hallway. Beth is trying to get them back to the fire escape, but it's jammed. Seems that Ellie is back in the game. Beth snags the shoddy. Ellie comes floating towards her and Beth blasts off a leg, then an arm. The dead neighbors start popping up in the halls. There's a dead by dawn chant from all the demons while Beth and Cassie make it into the elevator. When the doors close, it starts filling up with blood. While this is happening, the demons are starting some of the sort of a uh, cuddle puddle. They're fisting each other in places that shouldn't be fisted. It seems that they're fusing together. The elevator is almost completely full with blood. The weight causes the elevator to crash to the first floor and they are spit out into a giant pool of blood on the floor. Beth wakes Cassie up and they make it to the parking garage. They find a car and start to peel out of there. The garage door opens but the car seems to be stuck. The demons have formed a mass that moves around like a spider. Beth and Cassie slip out of the car and are trying to be stealthy. They're making their way to the door, but the door is starting to close. They roll underneath it, but the demon pile grabs Cassie. Beth isn't having this, and she starts busting her way back in. One of the demon arms grabs a nearby chainsaw. Beth gets in and blasts the damn thing from behind, saving Cassie just in time. Beth says, come get some, and of course she does. It's an Evil Dead movie, right? It looks like Beth is kind of screwed. She's been grabbed and is about to be ground up in a hamburger. Cassie runs up and shuts down the machine just in time. Beth snags the chainsaw and Cassie turns the grinder back on. Beth runs the demon blob through with the chainsaw and pushes it into the grinder. It's like that scene in Fargo except with a CGI demon. Beth hits the demon with one last chainsaw shot to the brain for good measure. Ellie's head is still trying to talk shit to Beth, so Beth soccer kicks that bitch-ass head into the blades. It appears Cassie and Beth have won. They hug each other and start to head out of the garage. We see a woman leaving the apartment. She can't take the elevator, so she takes the stairs down to the parking garage. It's Jessica from the opening scene, and she's talking to the other lady from the opening scene. Jessica notices all the gore in the parking garage and gets a little freaked out. We get the POV demon and she screams. Roll the credits. Overall, I thought The Evil That Arise was a pretty decent entry into the franchise. It might be at the bottom for me in my overall rankings, but nevertheless, I would still give this one a three out of five stars. It had a pretty fun story, decent pacing, and the characters were good. Overall, I thought the acting in this movie was good, and I think a lot of the actors are Australian. So kudos to them on hiding the accents well. I think Evil Dead movies can kind of get away without having to explain why certain things work and why they don't. Like the demons can die, but also they don't die when it's convenient. Stuff like that. No big deal though. One of the only scenes I wish was done differently was when Ellie popped out of the bathtub and was crawling on the ceiling. She lets out this really wild scream. That was too much cheese for me. I like cheese, but if it was silent, that would have been creepier in my opinion. Anyway, with the way this one ended, I wouldn't be surprised if we have more Evil Dead movies to look forward to in our future. If you would like to recommend a movie for me to cover, find me on Instagram, midnight underscore movie underscore theater. As always, thanks for listening to Midnight Movie Theater. Until next time.